Welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to Emergency Medicine. Meet him, greet him, treat him, and street him. Today's date is December 11th, 2022, and I am your skeptical host, Ken Milne. The title of today's podcast is Holding Out for a Hero, Lessons from the Dark Night. And our guest skeptic is Dr. Dennis Wren. He is a pediatric emergency medicine physician at Children's National in Washington, D.C., you may also know him as the host of this season's SGEM Peds. Great to be doing an SGEM Extra with you, Dennis. Ken, I am so pumped to do this episode with you. You've already talked about Star Trek, Top Gun, and I will admit I'm slightly surprised that with all of the seasons of SGEM, you have not yet done an episode about one of our shared heroes and the inspiration behind your alter ego. Batman. Well, Dennis, let's embrace this as an opportunity and announce that we have the release of season number nine of the SGM, which is appropriately Batman themed. A whole SGM edition that's Batman themed? Do you think some people might find it a bit dark? Oh, I am dark. Now, uh, this edition arrives at a really good time because. There's a lot of uncertainty out there, and we've been navigating our way through a global pandemic, understaffing, overcrowding, emergency department closures, boarded patients, astronomical wait times, and sometimes we're barely able to keep our heads above water. And we're struggling to do everything we can to care for the patients who depend upon us. Yeah, and what does that future look like? It seems so uncertain. When will all these crises end? Well, uh, this too shall pass, and despite all the challenges we face, I hope that the SGEM has been a beacon in that darkness, a bat symbol, to remind us to apply the principles of evidence-based medicine, because they're even more important now. And we discussed just how important they are during this crisis, during this global pandemic, with Dr. Simon Carley from St. Emlyn's on a previous podcast. And we did that very early in the pandemic, back in the spring of 2020. And Ken, like you've taught me, although we may not always agree on the interpretation of the evidence, we can definitely always insist on being kind to one another. Well, I would uh, give you a friendly amendment and say we should encourage each other to be kind to one another because it is possible that, you know, smart, caring people can look at the same information and come to a different conclusion or in interpretation. So in other words, you can disagree, but you don't need to be disagreeable when you're doing it. But before we start talking nerdy about this special Batman episode, I think it's really important that we give a shout out to Dr. Taylor Young. She is a first year family medicine resident at Queens University. Her interests are quality improvement and that FOMED, that free open access to medical education. And Taylor did season number eight, and it was an outstanding addition to the SGEM, and it had this Avenger theme because that's her favorite superhero family. So, Taylor, we're going to bring you back onto the SGEM and say, welcome. Great to have you back. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. 
Well, the last time you were just starting or just finishing medical school or just starting residency. How's PGY1? It's going really well. Um, I'm enjoying my time at Queens and I'm really enjoying exploring the city of Kingston. And I can't believe that it's almost halfway over. So we have a lot of international listeners, and so they may not be familiar with Queen's University, but Queen's University is in Kingston, Ontario. It's a beautiful campus, a great university, and I really like their emergency medicine program there. good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Heather Murray, is out of there, and she's a kindred spirit when it comes to evidence-based medicine. So shout out to Dr. Murray. Glad that PGY1 is working out okay. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really it's been a blast. Um, I'm the the Queen's faculty have been extremely welcoming, and I can't wait to hit emerge while I'm here. Well, Taylor, I am super impressed that you're still finding time to do this project in the midst of medical training. And so, I do want to say we really, really appreciate you taking the time to convert SGM Season Nine into this awesome PDF. Thank you so much. Um, I think it's given me a great creative outlet throughout residency, and it's been a it's been a blast. So Taylor, I really love the cover. I mean, it has Batman, he's on the roof, it's in a silhouette, and there's the bat signal going up, but it's not projecting the bat symbol. It has a message, and that message is, don't panic, which of course came from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it's also the first rule of emergency medicine, and that is, don't panic. All bleeding stops, eventually no one bleeds forever. So I really like that cover art you came up with. Thank you. And I really, really like the forward that was written by Chris Carpenter. He takes it all the way back to 1934 and the start of DC Comics and then the introduction of Batman in 1939. Yeah, if you ever want to uh, get into a big sort of nerd fest, you just got to reach out to Chris Carpenter because he'll always go back to the primary literature, which he does with the start of DC Comics in that forward. But Taylor, it would be great if you could briefly take us through the layout of SGM season number nine before we start talking, Dennis and I, about what we learned from reading Batman comics and Batman movies. Of course, yeah. So the first page of each chapter starts off with the clinical question the SGEM bottom line, and introduces our guest skeptic for the chapter. Next comes the case presentation with some background material. And this is then followed by the Pico question, with each letter looking like the Superman symbol. Um, Each episode has the author's conclusions and the appropriate quality checklist to probe the study for its validity. And then the key results are listed. Next, we have the Talk Nerdy to Me section, which has a Green Lantern theme. And this is followed by the clinical application, What Do I Tell My Patients? and a case resolution. Each chapter then ends with any other FOMED resources, the Twitter poll results for that chapter, and the paper in a picture infographic by the talented Dr. Christy Challen. And this book looks great. Uh, do you have any ideas for season 10 theme? Give us a little sneak peek, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Game of Thrones, little Squid Game, Queen's Gambit. Well, I think that Game of Thrones is a great choice. I've actually binged through the episodes and the books, um, but I've also recently watched Wednesday on Netflix, which was also top notch. And so I would put those forth as my nominations. Well, Taylor, winter. 
is coming. <laughs> well, let's switch up the discussion now and talk about Batman and how Batman relates to emergency medicine and maybe even life. And Dennis and I are going to run through my second favorite number. That's right. 11 things. So Taylor, you can sit back and listen, but if you want to participate, if you want to have some input and say how this might affect you as a PGY1 or as a resident, put up your hand. Happy to hear your comments. But here go Dennis and I with the 11 things that we learned from Batman that relate to emergency medicine and even life. So the first thing is emergency medicine it is Batman. I mean, if we were going to pick one superhero that embodies the practice of emergency medicine, I think it should be Batman. He's a detective, a tactician, a strategist, truly the jack of all trades. He knows the criminal justice system, psychology, forensics, chemistry, just to name a few. Sounds very familiar to emergency medicine where you know, we are the ologists. We act as the primary care doctor, the cardiologist, the respirologist, the endocrinologist, uh, the intensivist, the pediatrician, the neurologist, the psychiatrist. And that's just in one shift. And Batman has a lot of cool gadgets, just like we have so many tools in our arsenal when practicing emergency medicine. And I think some of us might even carry a fanny pack or, uh, I mean, utility belt on shift. Isn't that right, Bat Doc? Oh, yes. I have a Bat Doc utility belt. Okay, it's a fanny pack where I keep secret snacks that I can snack on during shift just so I don't get hangry. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I love having all the cool gadgets and being able to do all the procedures and things like that. I'm thinking, though, that Taylor might think that another superhero is her favorite superhero. If I remember correctly, it's from that other cinematic universe. What was that again, Taylor? Remind us. Who's your favorite superhero? That would be Captain America. But I will say that I am also guilty of the bat channeling my inner bat doc and having a, a fanny pack on ship. Rocking the fanny pack. All right. The second thing was vulnerability. One of the things that sets Batman apart from the other superheroes is that ultimately he is human. He can get fatigued. He can be hurt. And this quality actually makes me appreciate them all that much more. Well, S-Gemmers, if you want to really listen to a great episode, go back and listen to Dr. Tim Graham. He shared his powerful story on burnout on SGEM Extra, Everybody Hurts, Sometimes. And we've witnessed people working in emergency medicine perform these heroic acts every day. But it's important to take a moment to check in on each other. The pressure and stress can really build up. And we need to recognize that it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, and can I feel very fortunate to work at an institution where my colleagues commonly check on one another after a difficult patient encounter or potentially a bad outcome. And I also have colleagues and friends check on me when I've been going through difficult personal circumstances. And this supportive community doesn't have to be just at your own institution, but can definitely extend through social media. I'm definitely very, very blessed that you and I are friends. And so 
I think we should normalize looking out for one another, especially during these times. And one of the things we focus on is looking at things from our own perspective and we're both attendings and working in the department and it can be very challenging, but I'm suspecting that it may be even more challenging at times to be a learner during these difficult times during a pandemic. And how do you cope with not only learning medicine, which is what you're doing, Taylor, but at the same time, um, maintain that wellness and um, that balance in your life? Yeah, I would say like you both mentioned a lot of it um, hinges on having a great supportive community around you. And I think that Queens has done a great job of that with me. Um, we have resident wellness events each week, actually. And so um, we've done things like go to a corn maze, pumpkin carving, Christmas markets. And so that's been a really great way for us all to connect and do something outside of medicine. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's just that you're doing it together as a shared experience that doesn't necessarily involve your training, but just involves being together. I like that. Definitely. The third thing uh, that we wanted to mention was won't give up. And I'm going to use a quote here. So quote, maybe that's what Batman is about. Not winning, but failing and getting back up. Knowing he'll fail. Fail a thousand times, but still won't give up. End of quote. I don't know about you, Ken, but I can't imagine shouldering the responsibility and the burden of being Batman. He's out there doing his day job of running Wayne Enterprises, and no matter how great or poorly his day goes, or how much he got hurt or injured the previous night, Batman always suits up and goes out on patrol. And you just have to admire that discipline and tenacity. Yeah, our emergency medicine colleagues also exhibit this won't-give-up attitude. They keep showing up, shift after shift, week after week, even over the past few years during a global pandemic. I mean, that is incredible tenacity. And this leads to the fourth point about turning failures into triumph. It is surprising that this theme has popped up again because Chris Carpenter and I spoke about it on the SGM Top Gun episode. Sometimes, despite our efforts, we can still, quote, fail. If you define failing as a patient having a bad outcome or dying, and, you know, Dennis, I'm a huge Star Trek fan, so it's going to remind me of Star Trek, like most things do. But this time, I'm going to jump forward to the next generation, not the best Star Trek series, which is the original series, but that's for another conversation. We'll just go with the next generation and Captain Jean-Luc Picard. And he said, quote, it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness. That is life. And that is also emergency medicine. It is possible to do everything right. And a patient can still have an adverse outcome or even die. And this quote, failure can be turned into an opportunity for us to learn and even get better at what we do constantly striving to improve what we do. And ultimately, everybody will die. But what we do and learn from that experience and how we grow from those situations can really turn, quote, failures into triumphs. This point always reminds me of that quote from Alfred. 
he asks, why do we fail, sir? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. Yeah, it's a great quote from Alfred. So that sort of leads into number five, which is hard work and no complacency. Because Batman has no innate superhero abilities, he is constantly training to not just maintain his skills, but also to improve them, just like we are in emergency medicine. Yeah, and certainly the SGEM encourages everyone to keep reading, to be skeptical, to think critically, to keep questioning, questioning everything, even things that we put out there, and keep adapting so patients can get the best care based on the best evidence. But talking about the SGEM reminds me about the SGEM family. And, you know, in Batman, there is a bat family. I do think some people mistake Batman for being this strong, silent, brooding, loner type. And some of that's true, but he is definitely not alone. He has the support of the entire Bat family. That includes Alfred, Robin, Jim Gordon. But he also has the entire Justice League to help him when it comes to saving the world, too. And so we want to acknowledge all the people that we get to work with in emergency medicine. The tent is big. And we're always talking about being on team patient and that it takes a team to provide great care. From the moment someone may reach out and dial 911, all the way to the point where they're being discharged from the inpatient service and being followed up by their primary care clinicians. That means the nurses, the cleaning staff, respiratory therapists, PAs, NPs, switchboard operators, all the consultants, the lab techs, the diagnostic imaging people. I could just go on and on. But what we're all on is that we're all on team patient. And it's truly wonderful to work with a group of individuals that have the same mindset of what can we do to make things better for this patient. And we also want to acknowledge all the family, the loved ones that accompanied us and supported us through medical training in our careers. We really appreciate the patients, the understanding when you've seen us disappear for months on end, when we're studying for a certification exam or on a super busy rotation, and also when we've missed important life events. But truly, without every single one of you, we would not be able to do what we do. Well, Taylor, you've mentioned how you've been sort of adopted into this Queen's family and felt very supportive. How are you finding it with your other family and family of choice outside of medicine? How does that work? Because clearly you've got a lot of studying to do. You're going to miss a lot of life events. How does that work out for you? Oh, I definitely wouldn't have been able to to get to where I am without my family and my friends back home in Toronto, for sure. Um, they've been extremely supportive of any studying that I've had to do or conferences that I've gone to and the, the events that I've missed. Um, they're so supportive that sometimes they'll say things like, well, you know, it's better than just a Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving week. <laughs> I'm getting to, to celebrate it with, with you um, at a later date. And so um, they've been exceptional. So I really, they make me feel like I haven't missed out on, on life's events with everything that's going on. Well, the seventh point we wanted to bring up was we are defined by our action. And again, I'm going to pull out another quote. And this is, quote, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me, end of quote. 
And what defines us in emergency medicine is to be the one specialty that is there for anyone, for anything, at any time. We are that light in the house of medicine that never goes out. We are like a lighthouse. We offer safe harbor in stormy weather. It is these actions of being available for patients in their time of need that defines who we are in emergency medicine. And speaking of actions, let's talk about point number eight, that one person with their actions can make a difference. If you listen to MRAP and Dr. Mel Herbert, and you should listen to MRAP. MRAP is a great program with lots of great educational material. And for full disclosure, I am part of the MRAP faculty. But Mel Herbert on MRAP often says, what you do matters. And Batman always reminds me that one person can make a difference. There are a lot of things that we don't have much control over, but we can always choose to be kind and take a moment to recognize that everybody has a story. And how we choose to approach a challenging situation or a challenging patient may leave a lasting impression. And I'd like to give an example about how one person can make a difference. There was an email blast that went out from the Canadian Association of Emergency Physicians uh, looking for FOMED or social media-like education projects to put a student together with a staff physician. And you know who that one person who made a difference is? Oh, that's right. It's you, Taylor. We got together and you have made a difference because you came forward and you put this great season number eight together with a Marvel theme. And we were able to share that electronically for no cost with the world. And now we're doing season number nine with a DC Batman theme. So Taylor, you've already made a difference. Thank you so much. Um, well, it's, it's you guys that really made the biggest impact because you curated all of the content that, uh, that I just put some pictures to. No, you're, 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 it takes a team, right? And so, yeah, sure. We made the content and stuff like that done the critical appraisal, but you added something more, right? And we're always standing on the shoulders of others and uh, borrowing from other people's material. And so you've taken that one step for further and made the content even better. So I think what you're doing is great. Thank you. So I guess moral of the story is one person can make a difference, but a team together is just synergistic. That's right. Together, we are stronger. And this gets back to the list, and that's number nine. Everyone is Batman. A hero can truly be anyone. And the best part about about Batman is that we can all strive to be like Batman. Or as we're entering 2023, Batperson. Oh, well, thank you, Dennis. Okay, yes. I agree, yep. (laughs) What we say matters and language matters. Bat person. Number 10, a symbol. Another quote here. As a man, I am flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed. But as a symbol, I can be incorruptible. I can be everlasting. And Ken, I do want to take a moment and acknowledge all the amazing work that you have already done 
and are continuing to do with the SGEM. And I just want to say that I am so incredibly grateful for your mentorship and the fact that you took a chance on me to host SGEM Peds. And so to me, Ken really represents the importance of skepticism and critical thinking in applying the principles of evidence-based medicine so that we can provide the best care for our patients. But more importantly, I also think that Ken embodies a kindness of spirit that I really strive to emulate. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. So thank you, Ken, and the SGEM for being that symbol for us. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Dennis, but one of the reasons it's not called the Ken Milne Project is because it's about the S-gem, right? That's the symbol. It's about the ethos of being skeptical and being a critical thinker. It's not about me. It's about the mission, and that's more important. And I've had amazing mentors along the way who have shown me how to be a better physician and how to be a better person. And your comments actually lead me into that final point. That is about hope. So the 11th point that Batman has taught us or taught us about emergency medicine or about life is that there's hope. And we want to acknowledge that, you know, while things are tough out there, not only in healthcare, but in life in general, One of the greatest things that has come out of these times is how the FOMED community has come together and developed the SGEM content, all the other great FOMED sites out there. And of course, you know, if we were just speaking into the abyss, into the void, nobody was listening. So thank you to all the listeners out there who tune in every week to hear me attempt to sing because I can't. And just because I can't doesn't mean I won't. But to listen to the SGEM and put up with the sense of humor and all the 80s references and learn and share your stories and expertise. So I'll leave listeners with one final quote, and that is, the night is darkest just before the dawn. And I promise you, the dawn is coming. In other words, don't panic. This too shall pass. We will get through this. And we'll get through this together. So thank you, Dennis, for doing this special S-Gem Extra on Batman with me. Well, thank you, Ken. It was an honor doing a Batman episode with Bat Doc. (laughs) And Taylor, oh, I see such a bright future. This is going to be great. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping we will talk you into doing season 10. If it's Wednesday, by the way, I might just have to recreate that Wednesday dance because it was epic. It was so good that Wednesday dance. Of course, I'm probably better at being the thing as opposed to doing the Wednesday dance, but that's a great suggestion or Game of Thrones. So thank you very much and look forward to doing another episode with you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. It's been a, it's been a blast and it's been great to channel my inner bat doc. <laughs> Everybody has a, a little bat duck in them. Yes. Well, the SGM will be back next episode doing a structured critical appraisal of a recent publication, trying to cut that knowledge translation window down from over 10 years down to one year using the power of social media. So patients get the best care based on the best evidence. Ken, I have one last super important question to ask you. For the record, who is your favorite Batman? Oh, what a tough question. Well, 
my sentimental favorite has to be Michael Keaton from the 1980s because, you know, it's the 1980s. But I really do like Christian Bale in his Dark Knight series. Well, I have very fond memories growing up of watching Batman the Animated Series. So Kevin Conroy, to me, will always be that definitive voice of Batman in my mind. And so that being said, I think it's only fitting that we give the SGM tagline in a Batman voice, right? Yeah, and Kevin Conroy unfortunately passed away recently. So we'll put a link in the show notes so those who are not familiar with his amazing career and life, uh, we'll put a link in there. But I do think it's uh, fitting that we end the show doing the tagline using the bat doc voice because maybe that's gender neutral or gender non-specific, gender non-binary by calling it bat doc instead of Batman or bat person. And I can't believe I've never done the SGM tagline in the Batman voice. So you're going to have to help me here, Dennis. You go first, you give the first part, and I'll follow it up. Ooh, pressure's on. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Remember to be skeptical of anything you learn. Even if you heard it on the Skeptic's Guide to Emergency Medicine. Talk to everyone next week.